Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. Well, to continue that conversation about uh, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, Senator Ted Cruz was pressing her yesterday after what her response was to Senator Blackburn, who simply asked her, what is a woman? And she's like, oh, I'm not a biologist. So people I see on the left on Twitter, they're like, well, what's, you know, what's the big deal? She's answering like a like a judge would in a legal standing. The big deal is that she's bowing down to the woke mob. The big deal is that her radical left ideologies will compromise her decision-making. And although she's not going to make or break the Supreme Court, it's really disconcerting to have somebody like this, like, you know, the Biden administration. That's that's the whole problem with President Biden. I, I think the turning point for me when I turned against President Biden was when he appointed Assistant Health Secretary Rachel Levine. Health Secretary Rachel Levine, she's obese, and she's not, a, she's not a man. She still has her genitalia. She just grew out her hair. She takes a couple of hormones. And then you've got the mass media, like USA Today, saying Rachel Levine should be Woman of the Year. So this is emblematic of what is going on in society. It's the destruction of our traditional values and our, simply our, our common sense. So Cruz, he then structured the question to the judge in a legal context, such as discrimination lawsuits, and take a listen to the exchange. If, if, if I can change my gender, if I can be a woman, and then an hour later, if I decide I'm not a woman anymore, I guess I would lose Article Three standing. Tell me, does that same principle apply to other protected characteristics? For example, I'm, I'm an Hispanic man. Could, could I decide I was an Asian man? Would, would I have the ability to be an Asian man? and challenge Harvard's discrimination because I may. Senator, I'm not able to answer your question. You're asking me about hypotheticals. Yeah, why, so, why can't you answer the question? You're supposed to be a brilliant jurist. No, she was dodging and evading, of course, and uh, that was a brilliant line of questioning uh, from Ted Cruz. Uh, going back to Rachel Levine, uh, Lydia, I will tell you this. She was the top health official in Pennsylvania. You know, the uh, what, uh, health commissioner or whatever the hell she was. And it was her that gave the order, just like Andrew Cuomo. She gave the order to allow COVID-infected inve- patients into nursing homes. But just before she gave the order or he gave the order, he took out his mother from, from, from said nursing homes. So uh, he is a, along the lines of Andrew Cuomo, uh, a, a granny killer. And, uh, and, of course, he is a he and it shouldn't be, of course, uh, you know, a female woman of the year, which is laughable. But uh, that's where we are now. And back to uh, Ted Cruz and, and Kataji Brown. The reason why she wouldn't answer these questions is because, yeah, she is uh, she is going to decide in favor of the woke left, the woke tards out there. And she's pandering. She's afraid as well. I'm not sure she agrees with all that stuff. But, well, given the, the fact that she didn't sentence a child uh, pedophiles, to the maximum, maybe she does agree with them. I just don't know. 
I mean, you got Rachel Levine when she was questioned, if you remember, by Rand Paul. And Rand Paul was specifically asking her, how do you feel about children, children, not 18 and up, having gender reassignment surgery, having their genitalia amputated, taking hormones? And she wouldn't answer definitively, no. No, kids should not be allowed to do that without parental consent. For kids shouldn't be allowed to do that. Period. No way. But I know Congressman. He, we've we've spoken about this. I mean, what world are we living in, Congressman? You've been in politics a very long time. Did you ever think there would be there would come a day where you would have a Supreme Court justice nominee who couldn't answer the simple question, "What is a woman?" Meantime, she was nominated because she is a woman. Yeah, that's that's the whole is the whole. Uh, uh terrible irony here and all this. And you and I have discussed this. And as uh, Bernie was saying, to me, it's wrong to do this type of surgery and procedures on kids anyway. Uh, but to do it without parents knowing about it or to have teachers talking to their kids about changing gender without the parents knowing about it, to even be discussing with young kids at the stage. I mean, so many things go through a kid's mind. Kids have nightmares about seeing a movie on television or whatever. And then you have teachers talking to them you know, do you really think you're a girl? Do you really think you're a boy? Would you rather be a boy? Would you rather be a girl? Putting all that in a five-year-old's mind or a six-year-old or seven-year-old, it's absolutely uh, disgraceful. And, criminal, criminal. And also, I'm, you know, I think certainly what Bernie says, I think some of these teachers get kicks out of talking this way to kids. Yeah, no doubt about it. Listen, it's no secret. Uh, we saw it in the priesthood. We saw it in the Boy Scouts. And same thing with teachers. And, and it's not to smear all teachers. But a lot of these pedophiles are attracted to places where there are little kids. So they're going to be there. You know there's going to be a certain percentage there. So there's going to be a certain percentage that try to take advantage of it. And what do you do? They start flirting with the kids by talking sex. Uh, It's essentially what happens. Cut it off. Don't allow it. It shouldn't happen. Not up to the third grade. Not up to the 12th grade, if you ask me. If I were governor, that's, that's what the bill would say. I mean, you know, I was thinking about the stupid mistakes that we make as kids. I remember when I was like 11, 12 years old. So kids made fun of me. They called me Dumbo. I don't know if you guys ever noticed my ears. They they protrude. They protrude a little bit. They oh, do. they're horrible. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I ne- <laughs> never noticed it, of course. Not. So they mercilessly bullied me. I remember running home to uh, during lunch. I lived right across the street, St. Brendan's, and I'm running. And then Kenneth Veem says to me, oh, look, she's going to take off flight. She's going to fly like Dumbo. And I cried and I cried and I begged my mom to have the surgery. I said, please, mom. I mean, if I could, I was so distraught about how I was being bullied. I would have cut off my ear if I could. And so now I love my ears. I could never imagine having surgery. And it's like these weird things that kids think of in their heads. So here I wanted to like practically cut off yeah. my ear. Could you imagine a confused bully child saying, I want to cut off my thing? Or I have a friend too. I remember right. she, as soon as she turned 18, she got breast implants. And within a year, she hated them. So we do these stupid things when we're teenagers, when we're kids. And unfortunately, they, they can often have lifetime repercussions. But the fact that we have our politicians or the government endorsing this. Or teach educators and even parents, in in some cases, encouraging this. It is child cruelty. It is sick. It it should should be a a punishable offense, a criminal uh, offense. Well, so we talk about all of this and much more. Congressman King, will you be with us tonight as well on Cats at Night? Or have you had enough of WABC for the day? Now, all I tell you, four hours with Bernie is actually it's like being in heaven, I have to say. It's just it's such a blessing. <laughs> and, and having you coming on, Lydia. No, I, I was there last night. Tonight, I've, uh, I, I'm not going to be at a- ABC tonight. But uh, just 
I tell you, this is like a family here. It's really great. Uh, I've been treated very well. Uh, and I get your Albanian charm all the time. I get Bernie's Irish charm. And whatever I get from Sid, you can... What did they call Madeline Albright again? What was her nickname? Uh, Madame Coyonos. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Hey, Lydia, you were great. I said, I'm the one with the Coyonos. No, okay. You are. If you I, actually are. If the are. Albanian, it would be Madame Bolle. My husband's going to get really upset with me now because he does not like me to talk about this kind of stuff. But it's okay. For the fact that Madeline Albright was praised for having iron balls... Then you know what? Listen, uh, Lydia, you have that in spades. You you are a you. courageous, so it, courageous woman. I tr- I just try to tell the truth. That's what John Katzmatidis tells us. It's not about right or left, Democrat, Republican. I'm actually a registered independent. It's about telling the truth. And like you said about Ron DeSantis, having the facts to back up everything you have to say. Listen to Cats at Night, and that's all you'll hear. Just the truth and nothing but the truth. Thanks, John Lydia Serrano on the Bernie and Sid show. By the way. I turned against Joe Biden on day one when he canceled the Keystone Pipeline. But that, uh, a, a, kind of, a conversation for a different time.